my tea is disgusting. Yeah, wait, what? My tea is very gross. It's because I didn't know that if you put honeycomb in tea, it does not work like putting honey oh, in tea. Oh, it'll melt the wax and it'll and float to the top. Then I, yeah, I made a candle out of a, <laughs> I made a pen into a candle. That's pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was not good though because I was like, why does this tea taste so bad? And then I realized it's because there was wax in it. Wait, then. what do you mean you made a pen into a, a candle? Like, I dipped. <laughs> I dipped my time in, like I did I oh made like a colonial Williamsburg game. <laughs> <laughs> when you dip the little string. You know the... when you dip the string? I did that to get the wax out of it, but now there's just wax all down the side of my favorite mug. Anyway, hi everybody, it's me, Katie Asaurus. Yes, hi hello, it's me, hey good, and you just unlocked a core memory for me, Katie, dipping the little strings into the wax puddles. I camp. love doing that. It was I so love, much fun. Yeah, I've never had like a candle making hyperfixation phase, but I like I love going to like colonial waves like watching the candle makers and stuff. Like I just think it's really fun. Like it just seems really relaxing. Like you just dip them and then also and then at some point you get a candle. That's fucking dope, dog. You just put wax on the string and then it's a candle. I used to try to make other candles when I was a kid. I would like I would like you know, you'd have like the tea light. I would dip like a little piece of thread and I would try and make like other candles out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Also, you didn't say hi, everybody. It's me. Hey, good. I did. I said, yes. Hi. Hello. It's me. Hey, good. And you, Katie, just unlocked a core memory. Oh, I, I wasn't was listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Katie, um, so. I have cramps. I'm sorry. You have cramps. I can't so focus on anything except talk about my cramps. Sorry. It's fine. Anyway, I can, I can take the, the narrative lead on this one. The narrative lead. If you trust me. Okay. Go for it. Because, you know, we're, this, we're always so in control. On the we podcast. are. This is, we're very organized. This <laughs> is always funny. a um, steady hand on the wheel. <laughs> so anybody who's listening to this before they listen to Fangirl Friday with Annie Reese, this is a true story. So I realize like how truly free form uh, we are. So Annie Reese is a, a very successful, very interesting uh, creator, podcaster, actor, educator, so many different things. Um, But she's going to be on the podcast tomorrow for Fangirl Friday. But when Annie came on the podcast, I was just like, oh, what do you want to talk? We can talk about Star Wars. And it just like it was the most like free form, silly conversation. I realized that I've gotten really used to doing it with you. So now whenever I talk to anybody else, it just seems like we have no idea what we're doing. Podcast wise, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> well, that's what a lot of podcasts are. I mean, we started, you know, just sort of dumping everything we know about ADHD and our experience. And so, you know, it's two years later. Yeah, it's two years later. Jesus, it is. This is episode uh, 101, I Happy think. Happy 100. We should have probably done something bigger and better for <laughs> yeah, episode 100, but neither Honestly, of us it's, pro- it's probably not 100. All I knew is I, I lost count, I think, season two, episode 40-something. I started, like, guessing. Is there a cheeseburger on your shelf? It's not a real cheeseburger, but yeah, oh. there's a cheeseburger on my shelf. It's a candy. It's actually a lollipop. Oh my god! I love I, I love so novelty candies. Katie. I just looked over and there was just a cheeseburger on the wall, and I was like, "What is <laughs> like happening?" Like a very cartoonish cheeseburger. I was just like, Pristine. "Okay." I don't. Know, in, in the light, it looks real. Like the blue makes it look more real. I oh, think yeah, it kind of does. That's fine. Anyway, well, sorry. Yeah, in the beginning, I mean, we were dumping out everything we know and our experiences, and I was just laying in bed you know, with it's like, wet you know, hair. We could <laughs> laying in bed with wet hair. Yeah, you know, like we could talk about stuff we've already talked about before. But now it's, I think it's more personality driven. Yeah, now it's more, it's about the community. It's a hang. It's a hang sesh. It's well, an ADHD all hang sesh. comedians podcasts, they always have the easy because they just, you know, they sit, they just talk about whatever. They just riff. You know, which I'm not saying it's easy, but you know, it's pure entertainment where I feel like this is entertainment, but I also want to like. Be a little educational. You know, yeah, let 
or at least supportive, you know, like yeah. let people know it's going to be okay and stuff. Hey, it is going to be okay. It is going to be okay. I, I believe that. I think also, I think I believe that. Speaking of which, um, so you, you and I, we, t- we announced this a podcast ago, uh, but we're recording a pilot for a TV show. We're going to make a pilot for a TV show and then Netflix we is gone. That was really good, Eric. Thanks. Good job. Um, uh, yeah, we're filming a pilot. Yeah. Uh, possi- well, more episodes now. We've got we've got episodes lined up now. Yeah, well, people have been people reaching are, out. Yeah, people reached out. They did the thing that we told them to do at the last episode. Uh, yeah. Which is email us at askinfinitequestpodcast.com if you have a cool job and you want to be on our TV show. <laughs> well, we should say web series. We should we should say yeah. web series until it gets picked up. Right. Because it's entirely possible that maybe Netflix will just go tell us to go fuck ourselves. And then I'll call my best friend Kristen Stewart, who's totally definitely going to put me on her ghost hunting show. Uh, and then we'll do it that way. But it's going to be a web series. But I feel like that's like the win-win of it. I feel I really do. I feel like it's the win-win of it. Because we're making content that we care about and we're excited about and we're challenging ourselves and we're learning new stuff. And we got some new camera equipment and now we're just, we're making a whole thing and it's, I'm, I have such bad cramps. I'm sorry, sweetie. It's okay. Um, I'm going to just sort of sit here a little it's bit. okay. I mean, I think the thing I'm nervous about, well, first off, dear listener, if you recognize the title of the episode, it's, I don't title the episodes, but it's, it's something along the lines of like cart before the horse or likely some clever pun about putting the cart before the horse. Um, cause of the last, we were originally going to shoot the pilot at the end of this month, like two weeks from right now. Um, but it, we ended up pushing it back because we and Penguin Magic, who we're partnering with for the first episode, um, they were like, Hey, we actually have a lot of ducks to get in a roll before we do this. Can we like push it back just to make sure like we have all our poop in a group? And our, we were both like, fuck yeah, yeah. like absolutely. Cause we have a lot of shit to get together. Um, and so I'm a little less stressed, but you know, we basically, we got in a bunch of new, um, equipment for film for like more professional filming stuff you know because we've been filming on our phones this entire time and it's like okay <laughs> we're gonna be showing netflix something we should probably get like a camera or we didn't buy a camera but you know good mics and stuff like that um and so i've been like learning how to use those things and and Meanwhile, I'm thinking about, like, specific shots I want to get at specific locations and meanwhile we still don't have like a script <laughs> you know um but I think the fact that it's later is is making me a little less stressed. I think ultimately my fear is I'm, I've got sort of like TikTok trauma of like, you know, making a shit ton of work for ourselves um, and then never getting paid for it. I think that's what scares me. It's like if we end up self-producing it, like what if we spend a month making the first episode and like really fucking uh, and then nobody watches it. And I mean, watch the second one, and then nobody watches it. I mean, some people will watch it. I guarantee you, it. there's at least seventeen people I can think of off the top of my head who will <laughs> watch true. it. Yes, Moon. Yes, and yes, Zucchino. Totally. J C Hall. Yeah. Uh, Leah. Leah. Definitely. Uh, uh, NYC Wordsmith. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, all pretty the, much all anybody. The Twitch, who, the Twitch OGs will watch the Twitch it. Twitch OGs will totally watch it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm why I'm worried about that. I think because TikTok is a weird platform because. You know, you it's it's very instant. Like you can go from having ten followers to a ten thousand in like two days, which is what happened to me. Um, but like YouTube doesn't seem to be that kind of thing. Like it's you a know, slow burn. It's a slow burn. Like you post a video, you post another video, you post another video. Like maybe one a month or something. But um, I don't know. Like I don't know. I mean, 
people are going to watch it first off. But also I think that the cool thing about it is that it's also a learning opportunity for us. Like if we decide, you know, like, cause we, we do, we have the opportunity to film several episodes at this point. And so it's like, if we decide that we really like it and it's something that we want to do, then we get to like hone our process and we get to like figure it out and that's okay. You know? Um, but if it's not an overnight success, a lot of things are not overnight successes. A lot of things take a little bit more of a slow burn. And as my favorite musical title of show says, I would rather be nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. And if it takes us a long time to find those nine people, I'm okay with that. Is that Spider-Man? What? The Spider-Man, the musical. Is that what that's from? No, title of show. Oh, title of show is the is title the of the name show. Of the show. It's a musical <laughs> about two guys writing a musical about two guys writing a musical. It's called title of show. It's called title of show. Meta, super meta. It's the it's my favorite musical. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I, well, because for also, I guess if you if you if you're not caught up, um, Kate and I are filming a uh, pilot to I guess a web. It was originally it was like the point was to make one and then pitch it to Netflix. But as we've been talking to like. The producer, not like producer and that they're like funding it, but like the person who is going to help us direct this and pitch it to whoever, you know, the connected person. Um, they were like, this might be worth starting as a web series to like show that there's interest in staying power and then pitching it either way. So if we say TV show, it's just because we, it's a show. It's it a depends show on who that ends will up live in a place. <laughs> exactly. But it will be on YouTube to start. Exactly. And yeah. we'll tell you all. And then if you are listening to this podcast, we said this last time you are contractually obligated yeah. to watch it 10 times. You have to, you have to, you have to. I, I, I see, I can see the podcast numbers. And if I, if the podcast numbers are different from the YouTube video numbers, well, no, that will we'll know. know. I'll know. Well, absolutely no. Um, but the premise is basically that Kate, uh, you know, the the, the the premise is basically that Kate and I, in each episode, have to quickly get good at a thing that we've never done before. You know, to have so, to do some event at the end, like some challenge or some show at the end. So, like the first episode, I've never done magic before in my life. I like got a magic set when I was ten at Christmas and like lost it the next day. Like that's the extent of my magic. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to be putting on a show at the Penguin Magic Theater after like an intense week long boot camp from like the magicians that work there, and we're going to go to like music museums and stuff. It's going to be great. But the premise of the show is that we're flying by the seat of our pants, just doing new stuff just trying our best and the i think then like the mission of the show i mean it's going to be i'm picturing like it's going to be you know quirky and zany and all that stuff but ultimately like the soul of the show the heart of the show is that you know it's okay to try new things and be really into it for a little bit and then stop yeah and it's okay to maybe not be so good or it's okay to be really good and still stop you yeah. know um and so i think it's kind of ironic that like that's the premise of the show the heart of the show and but it's also about the making of the show. It's yeah. like we've never done this level of, of content before, but we it's, now have all these people that are invested in it. And it's like, well, we just got to fucking do it, dude. And that I'm really excited for. I'm nervous, but I am excited. I think I think it's going to be good. But it's also made me really think about like because I know I remember we talked about like putting the cart before the horse a little bit last time. But it's like it's just interesting to me realizing how oh, you can always tell when I record the episodes after therapy. God damn it. Um. Well, one of the things that I realized is like, okay, so like one of my favorite podcasts in the whole world is the Adventure Zone. And there's a character on the Adventure Zone. His name is Magnus Burnsides. And Magnus is known for rushing in. That's like his whole thing. He just Magnus rushes it. And that's like the thing that he does. And 
I've always kind of like I've always sort of like felt like that. Like I felt like if I'm going to do something, I just do it right. Like if I'm just, I just kind of like Leroy Jenkins, like, ah, I'm buying a hurdy gurdy or I guess I'm becoming a magician or like whatever. But because of my passion and because of my excitement and I think a little bit having to do with like my hyper focus, I I just I just do it. I just do the thing. But I think the scary part of this and the thing that I'm like really, really scared of and really, really nervous about is I've been thinking a lot about all the times that rushing in has fucked me over and how many times I have like inadvertently, like not on purpose. I've never hurt anybody I love on purpose, but how many times I've like rushed to do something and really profoundly hurt the people that I love. And it's happened quite a few times in like really major ways <coughs> and so I don't know like I'm just in this like really weird place where I'm just like I'm so excited and I'm so truly just like passionate about this project like I think it's a great idea I've been telling you know like it's cool just make a bunch of noise while I'm talking no I'm just kidding it's fine um but you know like I've been telling friends about it and I'm, I'm just getting incredible feedback, like across the board from like, especially from like my neurodivergent friends who are like, oh my God, like this is a, a show about us. This is a show about the ADHD experience. This is a show about falling in love with something. And then the next week you're falling in love with something else, but you still carry the things that you've learned. You know, you carry what you've learned from magic into ballet. You carry what you learned from ballet into playing the cello, like whatever it is. But I'm scared that rushing in, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm, this is all going so fast and moving so quickly that, like, I just, I'm, I'm, I just don't want, I just don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think, I think we've talked about this on a, on an episode a long time ago. Um, <clears throat> but my experience is that I've always either rushed in or grossly overprepared and then never actually did it. Yeah. It's one or the other. And I think it was formally, it was only the first one. I would only ever rush into things. But like you said, like when you do that, you inevitably incidentally hurt people or hurt yourself. You know, not sometimes it's, it's insignificant. It's not like a huge yeah. thing, you know. So I don't mean to say like, you know, Every time, I horribly yeah. maimed someone by, you know, <laughs> buying an Xbox one time, you know, or something like that. Um, but, you know, you, you invariably end up detracting from other people's, you know, experiences in some way, um, sometimes. And in doing that, it's like, oh, shit, I don't like that. You know, I don't like the fact that my lack of forethought is hurting people I love. So I'm going to swing to the absolute motherfucking opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm going to think super crazy, insanely hard for three weeks before I even begin to start doing anything towards whatever it is making a tv show starting a new job writing a book cleaning the fucking kitchen like i'm gonna think about it at length um until eventually i usually just don't start <laughs> and so i like i flip-flop back and forth yeah um because I'll, I'll do one thing i'll either rush in and then have a negative experience because i rushed in and so then I'm like, okay next time i'll prepare and then i'll prepare and prepare and prepare and think and think and think and think until i eventually know exactly how i want to do it but by the time I've gotten to that point, like the, it's no longer the thing to do. I'm on to the next thing. And so then I don't do it. And then I go, Ooh, okay. I definitely thought way too hard that much. Next time I got to just put more into just going for it. And so then the next time I'll just go for it. And then eventually I'll have a negative ex experience doing that. And I'll just go back and forth and back and forth. Um, so with this show, TV show, the show, um, 
I'm I'm trying to strike a healthier balance, and I think I think I've been getting better over time at balancing those the, you know those two things. Um, but this would you know this is very important to me, and so I think now I'm trying to figure out what <clears throat> what are things that I need to feel really confident about, and what are things that I can sort of trust in the process or trust in, you know, like what exactly am I going to say and talk to Eric Tate about as he's teaching me the first trick? I don't know. Like, as I know more about what he's thinking in terms of tone and once we get into the space, all that stuff will start to come together. But I'm not going to wing making sure we get usable audio, you know, because no matter what happens, if we don't get good video and audio, then we don't have a show. And so, like, I think that's why I'm leaning more into making sure that our technical parts of it are at least there enough um but i think you correct me if i'm wrong but i think you're you're more um you feel that way towards um sort of the script and the um the outline of of the thing like it it seems like please correct me wrong but it seems like that's the thing that you're like no this we really need to be prepared for you know, I mean, I think it's a couple of things. It's like I can't picture stuff. And so, like, for me, scripts really help because I, I at least go like, OK, like I can't necessarily like visualize like a dope ass credit sequence, but I can be like, OK, here's how the credit sequence fits into the introduction. And here's how the introduction, you know, we're going to hit these five bullet points in the introduction and then, you know, segue. Um, and, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we could get a shot of like the inside of the theater here, like whatever. Um, and so for me, it's like, I don't want to spend a bunch of time learning how to fly a drone if we're never going to f- use a drone shot, you know? Yeah. So like, that's like my thing is like, figure out what we need. Like, I don't know. I think we approach it from two different places. Oh, yeah. Um, Where you're thinking like, let's identify precisely what we need and then learn to execute that. Yeah. Whereas I'm sort of saying, let's learn a broad set of things so that no matter what we need, we're able to do it. And yeah. I, I think both of them, I mean, I think they're both good to have. But. Yeah. Cause I think the beauty of a script is it also limits because right now, like one of the big problems it turns out with having just, you know, carte blanche to make a web series, be whatever you want it to be is that it can literally be anything you want it to be. And so it's like, I'm paralyzed by the infinite potential right now, you know, where it's like if we had a script, then it's like, OK, like we got a script. Let's figure out, you know, what three shots we need for this like little sequence or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. I don't think that there's like a right way or a wrong way. No, but I, like, think and, I mean, I think that's why we generally work well together, because I think both of those approaches are necessary yeah. um, so long as they can be reconciled with accurate, you know, yeah. communication towards a common goal, which I think we do, yeah. or at least. And I think we also both know what it's like. And I think I think this is something that I'm like weirdly clinging on to. But I I feel like we both know what it's like to get really, really invested in something and really, really passionate about something. And then it fizzles for whatever reason is this the dopamine wears off or the excitement wears off or you get distracted or there's another shiny new hobby or something. And, And I think like, I don't want to feel your feels for you, but I think like we both kind of have a similar fear in that. In like, what if we get bored? Like, you know, that's and always so, the fear. And yeah. so, and so, and that's why I keep obnoxiously looking at you being like, promise we'll finish. Just promise we'll finish this episode. Um, because I also think like sometimes it can be really easy to be like, oh, well, that's just what happens. 
but it's like <sighs> this is a really weird way to say what I'm about to say but it's like I it's gonna be such a weird way to I'm sorry I'm sorry for everybody at home we're gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about for the next five minutes but like I express my love like my my love like my love for you or my love for my hobbies or whatever like I show that by showing up because for me having ADHD finishing things doing things you know finishing finishing things well and right and correctly or even going at all you know going to the party going to the going to the post office and mailing the bill like whatever it is hard to show up it's hard to show up and so for me that's how I show it is like I care about you I show up for you if I you know care about our relationship like I show up for the thing I show up for the podcast I show up at conventions because I care about our community like I show up but I'm really scared to show up for this like because I'm like what happens you know what happens if this takes off or whatever but there's also like an immediacy to it you know and and so like for me it's like oh I'm having a podcast breakthrough and I hate it but it's like I just do I rush in right but like that's how I show up is if you need help I rush in and I show up for you. Or if I feel like I can be of use, even if you haven't told me like, Hey, maybe I don't need this or whatever. Like I rush in and there's like an immediacy to that. And so showing up slowly, showing up gradually, showing up every day to like do a little bit of work is, is, it's like itchy. It's like itchy and it's strange and it's unfamiliar because I'm used to just either like Leroy Jenkins it because I'm just passionate and that passion is going to power me through or just giving up entirely because I got distracted or, you know, moving on to the next thing. But I think that like this is an opportunity, at least for me, I don't want to say like for you, but like this what I'm really realizing is that this whole thing this whole project the way that this has gone there is an immediacy to it like we you know we're on a time frame we're on a time crunch whatever but I feel like there is beauty in the lack of immediacy because it means that we get to show up in the way that is going to make it work but that's uncomfortable mm. You know, does that make any sense yeah. at all? Do you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. I, I, I think so. Yeah. Like, hmm. I, hmm. A lot of, a lot of, how do I say, getting something done, a lot of the showing up, a lot of the um, results that you're looking for from showing up, you know, whether that's the finishing of the project or just the expression of your love for someone or something. Um, the results can often be achieved through just tenacity and intensity, just fucking going for it. You know, like if a friend said, Hey, will you come over to my house and help me move this weekend? You know, we'll work for 10 hours hauling stuff and getting all sweat. Like I'll do that every time. Like I'm great at that. Cause that's just intensity. That's just fucking go. But if somebody says, Hey, can you text me 
you know, recall me once a week for the next six months. Like that's arguably a lot less effort, but holy fuck, like that's hard. Um, So I think part of this is, you know, intensity and tenacity um, can't replace tact in this. And I think that's kind of scary. At least it's scary to me um, where there has to be steadfast planning (laughs) and literacy with process and literacy with, uh, you know, our own scripts and stuff like that, um, that can't be replaced with just sheer enthusiasm and energy, which is usually how I get things done. (laughs) Um, is just like throwing myself at it as hard as I can, or as this is one of those things. I don't know about you, but it's just like scary to care this much about something. And that feels very unfamiliar. Because it's like, wow, I really want this to succeed. And I think this could be really cool. And I think this could be really fun. And I also think that this could be like a job. Like this could be like a like a like a try guys ass dedicated job where we get to just go around and learn and be passionate and educate people and get excited about things and hear people get excited about things. And like, that's what I've wanted to do my entire life. Like, it's so funny because it's like I've always felt like I've never known what I wanted to do. And then I started doing all of this. And what I realized is that, like, I want to be passionate and interested and excited for my job. And that this is like one of the first times that I'm like, I could see this being a thing for a while. But like, we got to show up in the right way. And we got to show up. We can't rush in. We have to methodically plan the steps that take us to quite literally like the next level of, okay. Now we have a plan. We're learning, and it's fucking terrifying because that's way, way different than just <laughs> rushing in guns a blazing and moving out of an apartment in a night. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm reminded again of that thing my jazz teacher said to me um, when I was in high school. He said we learn in order to forget. You know, the reason that jazz musicians practice scales an insane amount and practice arpeggios and just all of it. The reason that they learn those things so intensely is so that they don't have to think about them anymore is so that they can just play music and they don't have to think about all that technique. And so for me, you know, what this looks like to me, if this became the thing, like the gig, you know, um, what this looks like to me right now is not, Oh, we get to go learn to do magic or learn to wrestle you know for a living i get to produce a tv show tv show and edit a tv show for a living it just so happens that the footage i need to edit that tv show involves me doing this stuff because that's like a week of doing something you know bookended by you know a month of prep and three weeks of editing afterwards so like for me this whole thing doesn't look like just going and learning magic it's no this is about documenting a very specific set of things that are going to occur in five days five days are going to occur your job is to document that be you know be prepared to document that with all the technique and tech uh, uh, technical whatever is to do it and then after that produce some content worth watching after that so the actual doing of it is like the smallest part (laughs) like that is the tiniest little part um and so my dream is to get to the point where we have an editor and a crew that comes with so we can focus all of our energy on finding the things to do and making the connections with the people and then going and doing those things because right now that's like the smallest you know part of of all of it to me i mean it's the part i'm most excited about but right now the the job is to 
to produce an entire TV show from scratch. It just so happens we need to also do this other cool stuff to do that, <laughs> which, again, I'm very excited for. That's all right. Well, someday we'll be making at least $12 and we can hire an editor. <laughs> Editors cost $12, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's it. Well, I mean, my dream, I really want to get like a, um, you know, when like a, a um, uh, like a, like a movie comes out and it's like a drama or something like that. Um, you know, like, let's say like it's a Western drama or something. Okay. Um, and then you find out like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the director and director of photography, they had formerly only ever done like anime or something like that. Yeah. And so the, 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 you know, the cowboy movie, it's like a good movie, but it's also just like different. It's, it comes from like a different place. Um, I keep thinking about like, I really want the editor of like the most over the top 2005 game show with like graphics and explosions and tonight on gookity bowkity boo. Like, and then like cut to like a straight to camera, like, I can't believe Becky betrayed me like that. <laughs> Joe Rogan in, no, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but I want the editors of those types of things. And then move them from there to the thing that we're picturing, or I'm picturing the thing that we're making here. Just so it's like, meanwhile, I'm over here picturing like Lucy Worsley investigates like PBS masterpiece ass documents. Well, well, the thing is, the show like, we have two very different visions of what this project is, which well, I think is also one of the best parts of it. Yeah, well, because because honestly, it's it's not going to be Fear Factor or. Like fucking loosely words. It's not going to be either of those things. It's going to be something entirely different. Um, it's just it helps to start with something familiar and then move from there sometimes. And, uh, you know, if somebody like the editor is used to doing that kind of stuff, then I think the DNA of like the intensity and, and momentum of those kinds of shows, or if we get somebody who does like Lucy Worsley stuff, or if we get somebody who's done both. Lucy Worsley. We just get Lucy. <laughs> and Ruth Goodman. It's and me Goodman. and Lucy and Ruth Goodman, and we go around solving mysteries, and you can film and edit it. Fuck you. That's the new, that's the new show. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Expert Amateurs is cancelled. I just want to learn about bread and it, art history with Lucy and Ruth Goodman. <laughs> it's easier to be either in front of the camera or behind the camera. It's very hard to do both. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like no matter what happens, it will have been a really, really valuable learning experience along the way for better or for worse. Yeah. But we just, we got, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to yeah, do the thing. That's the thing. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm so, I'm excited. I'm excited. Seat of the pants, baby. I'm so Seat scared. Of the pants. I'm so afraid. I'm just so, so afraid. Because I just want to do a good job. Because I care. You're going to do great. Thanks. So are you. We'll find an editor. If you're an editor, email us. <laughs> we can pay you $12. <laughs> and a point of so I will make you cookies. I, will I was make just thinking, like, you know, we were kind of wrapping up, saying, we're just saying, you know, little things to, like, fade out at the end. And then you were like, if you're an editor, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I got to keep that in there. <laughs> That's it. That's fine. That was the fade out. Okay, now we can just fade out on this part. Here we go. And I'm just going to fade it out. Fade it out. Fade it out. Fade it out. Song. Can you still hear?